Hi, yeah. How you doing, Lee? I'm all right. Um, how are you? Yeah, not too shabby. Bit tired, bit of a shit day, but the day is better now. I'm here after pizza, and now we're going to talk about games and shite for a while. But this isn't a games. Well, it is actually. It is. Games. It is. It is. <laughs> Welcome it is to start. Continue. It is literally it a is games li- and shite podcast. It's exactly what it is. <laughs> to be fair. Um, yeah, first time we stumbled on that one, isn't it? Yeah, we kind of ran into it as well, like a big closed door let's with start a rhino with the, behind it. Let's start with the shite. How was your pizza, mate? My pizza was great. Yeah, it looks yeah, really What good. pizza have you eaten recently? <sighs> Not a lot, to be fair. Um, I went out on Saturday mm-hmm. and I had, um, it was a, like a barbecue night down at uh, Compton Vaults in Castletown. Mm-hmm. If you're on the Isle Man, get down. It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was like uh, meat, it was called Meat, Sweat and Beers. And you went in and you got a free drink and you got food for like a tenner. And I was like, fucking, it was well worth it. Yeah. And uh, I had a barbecue pulled pork bap thing with homemade slaw and stuff like that. Sounds good. Uh, it was fucking majestic. I've eaten nothing of note. Have you been playing anything lately? Absolutely fuck all. Nothing at all. Well, no, because we we only did this on uh, last one. Was yeah, it's, it's, been, it's been a short, days, short, it? short time, hasn't it? It has, and I've just not got around to it. I was like, I tried to. I was thinking to myself, I could play a bit of Wargroove, but you know, or I could watch someone play Dark Souls two for an hour, and you're like, oh, I'd like, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> I I, about I, it. I went on Twitch the other day and realised I'm just I, I don't quite get Twitch. I don't get Twitch. I don't want. I didn't watch someone play on Twitch. Um, have you heard of R? Is it RKG now? Um, it's the prepare to try lads from IGN. Yeah, they fucked off, and Let's they've see. made their own oh, video right. channel, and it looks and it's really good. It's really funny. I think you'd enjoy it. Mm, I'll have to have a look for it. Um. I've I, I've just been playing Resi. Still, I still haven't finished it. Christ, six and, a, six and a half hours in. I'm now a full hour over. It took you to do first run through, but I, I have <laughs> been. To be fair, I have been taking my time. I've not been. Oh yeah, yeah. I've yeah. not been trying to fucking pile through it. I think the only reason why I completed it first round, first way around, but quite well, it wasn't quick, quick, but it was quite quick. It was I just I was just didn't want to be around that place anymore with Mister X following me. It's like not. Not in a bad way. He's like, I'd love to have spent more time in it, but if if he wasn't following me around, I think I'd spend a lot a lot more time in there. If anyone hasn't seen that Mr. X and DMX thing yeah, that I sent you, oh, that's fucking it's, brilliant! It's great. X going to give it. You. Is that actually a mod? No, no, no. I think it's or just, just someone put some, music some, behind someone's it. Good. Um, that talk, would be great if it was a mod. Talking of um, Resi Two mods, um, have you seen the first person one? Yes, that can get to fuck. That can go away. <laughs> I'd rather not. Um, I see. I still. I. I really enjoyed Resi Seven in first person. So I. I kind of wish this was in first person. It would have well. been good in first person as well. Yeah. Um. I think it would have been. It might have felt slightly fairer as well. Because I do. The the only criticism I've got of the game really is the fact that the zombies are bullet sponges. They are a bit. And when you've got a game which is pretty much ammo scarce like it's you've you've kind of i find you've always got just enough bullets not to do what you need to do yeah 
It's, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and those fucking stupid plant things, you've got to shoot the. She's got to set them on the fire, tumors. mate. Got to set them on fire. I've already fucking used that, didn't I? Oh, of course you did. You, I, well, I used that on your big lad with the eye on his shoulder. No, to you know to keep him in the spot where. So I whacked him with the with the truck thing. No, yeah, crane. Um, I'll finish it this weekend. I don't think I've got much work to do tomorrow, so I'll probably finish it tomorrow. Oh, that's a good idea. That's um, a good idea. And then look forward to whatever's fucking coming. Um, Metro next week, is it? Is it next week? Is I it? I think so. Maybe. Who knows? Um, Games. Who, who who can predict them? Mm. They do what they want. Um, have you got some news for me if we haven't got much on the way played video games? I got my news. This is from Allegra Frank at Polygoon. Uh, Microsoft has rebranded its game development arm to Xbox Game Studios. The division was most recently known as Microsoft Studios and Microsoft Games Studios before that. And the name change reflects how Xbox has developed its own name recognition in almost two decades since Microsoft launched its first console. Two decades, mate. It's crazy, isn't it? They still feel like... For some strange reason, they do still feel like like the new boys. Yeah, yeah. On the on the, on the scene, but it's been it's been a while. I mean, that that must be the same sort of time as Sega were around making consoles for. Well, yeah, I'm sh- I'm pretty sure there was a little overlap of the Dreamcast and the and the uh, and the Xbox. Yeah, was there? Yeah. Imagine that. Corporate Vice President Matt Booty, which who has a great name, joined Mar- uh, Larry Major Nelson Herb, which isn't as good, on an Inside Xbox live stream to reveal the name change, which he explained is more in line with today's mission for the Xbox team. As we've expanded our focus beyond the console, the Xbox brand has also evolved from its original roots. Booty went on. Oh, I like saying Booty. <laughs> Booty went on to write in a news release today: Xbox is our gaming brand across all devices, no matter how or where you want to play or who you want to play with. Maybe he didn't say it with like such force, but I, I th- felt like it. I think he was probably a bit nicer about today, it. Today, Xbox is our gaming brand. No, that's how fucking little miniature man addresses xbox uh, people out on, I think. out on his balcony yeah with yeah. his indie game t-shirt on. yeah <laughs> <laughs> under the xbox game studios umbrella are 13 development teams including rare obsidian entertainment 343 industries and ninja theory they're responsible for heavy hitters like halo and minecraft but also titles like sea of thieves and state of decay what a time to be alive mm. that's that's i like that I like how they're taking it a bit more seriously now. Like Microsoft have gone, yeah. yeah well, they've got to, haven't they? They've got to have, they've got to have something for next gen. I, I just wonder how many of these companies they've um, signed up had games nearly ready to come out that they can oh, just I'm, I'm, staple on to be an Xbox. Oh, I'm sure that's that's helped. Two like, exclusives. Yeah, because it's like Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds 2 would probably be a... Uh, an Xbox only. Mm. I'm game, surprised Microsoft that I'm game. surprised our world isn't. I suppose they already had uh, deals with like. Uh, I suppose who publishing deals yeah. and stuff like I that. I suppose they could have done a Metro and just went. Ah fuck yeah! I think if 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 they're all if that it's all signed, been, that would have been up in arms. Yeah. Oh my! Oh. But now I'm excited for that. Well done, Xbox, on your new name, Mazel Tov. Uh, this now get Peter Molyneux back. <laughs> 
get Peter Molyneux back, he might be appearing in our news. Like, oh, but that's double Molyneux episode. You'll have, to, you'll have to stay tuned because it's not now. This is Matthew Handrahan from GameIndustry.biz. EA forecasts six million anthems and <laughs> six million in anthem sales in six weeks. Lee. Uh, Electronic Arts expects between 5 and 6 million sales for Bioware's Anthem before the end of the fiscal year. The fiscal year ends on March 31st, 2019, and EA CFO Blake Jorgensen told the company's investors that his model between 5 and 6 million sales for Anthem by that date. Yeah, Bioware's highly anticipated game launches on February 22nd, leaving six weeks for it to reach that target. According to EAC CEO Andrew Wilson, that forecast has not changed since last quarter, even though Anthem's demo encountered some well-publicised technical issues. I yeah. listened to another podcast the other day. I can't remember which one it was. Yeah. But they they seemed to suggest that some of the issues Anthem was having were too big just to be fixed like yeah. overnight sort of thing. He's not stopped talking. Uh, Wilson told EA's investors that the demo resulted in people realising it is a game unlike any other game they've played, which is very broad because mm. it's got guns in it. A lot of games have guns. And it sounds a bit like Destiny. Yeah. Wilson added, we think there is a great opportunity, not just for this year for Anthem, but that should sell well along a long period of time as we add more content through the live service plan. So again, EA are planning to release half a game. Mm. Which I like how they keep on supporting games. Like, uh, I like the way they handled... Uh, Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that turned into quite the fine little game. But, but that, unfortunately, if that you're was n- critically like, acclaimed, though, from all the devs and uh, sorry, all the media people that played yeah. it when it before it even came out. Yeah. So it's just I I feel like I've seen and I've played this game before, and mm. I don't know what's in this to get me on board. I'd li- I'd like to have an open mind, as you said. We've got the you've got the yeah. EA thing so we can play a bit of that hopefully i can mm-hmm. might be able to um but i'm not getting my hopes up for this one no and i'm i'm a bit worried for bioware a little bit um because if they five and six million sales for anthem in quite a busy gaming period in six weeks i'm gonna be i'm gonna be controversial glenn because I thought Dragon Age, for instance, was okay. It was a good game. A fine, mighty fine game. But no, it was good. Mighty fine. It wasn't great. And it was also a pre-Witcher world. Just. Oh, the, remember a pre-Witcher world? Yeah. What a horrible, bleak existence that was. But they haven't done a... Bioware haven't actually done a good game, like a, a, a good, good game mm. since Mass Effect 2. Oh, no. Oh, no. So... um. I'm not worried for them because realistically, if if something does happen to them, EA have given them a while here. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. They've so given them longer than most studios. They've given them longer than EA usually give most studios. Mm. Um, but yeah, I can see it. I can see this being the end of Bioware, especially if but it's supposed to be working on Dragon Age as well. Is that going to be like a World of Warcraft 
style MMO, you know. They've already said they want to turn that into another live service game, haven't they? Oh, they have said that. They have said that. They're looking into live service opportunities, and then they had that the dread the dread wolf rises. I think was that teaser trailer they had, and but by the looks of it, it's not even in development yet, and it was just a teaser or whatever, which is sad. I wish developers would stop doing that. I don't want to know about a game five years before it comes out no i think um this is one of the amazing things about the what respawn have just done isn't it i do it is really good which is handy because this is from kevin trainer at true achievements apex legend has been revealed and unveiled to the worldly this weekend, this weekend, buzz began around Respawn Entertainment's latest title, a title, Apex Legends. We didn't know much about it, other than it being a battle royale. Sat, uh, set, oh fucking hell, Glenn, get your shit together. We're going to do this properly. Oh. <sighs> being set in the Titanfall universe, and that it would be revealed, well, a few days ago. The stream began at noon sharp. Within 15 minutes, a massive new AAA experience was announced and launched. Who needs E3 and years of hype building anyway? So what is it? It's a free-to-play, squad-focused battle royale with characters. So think sort of like Overwatch meets Battlefield and PUBG, and, you, uh, and you'll probably get it. You'll pick a character and... That you can customise however you like. Mm. Well, you can change its face. Uh, not its face, its clothes, which is... Yeah. Yeah. Um, however you like. And that character has their own abilities, which will need to function well within your squad. You'll then drop all the way onto the map, collect loot and slaughter your opponents, all while running from an ever-closing wall of red mist. The goal, Lee, is to be the last man standing. Respawn is also packing plenty of different features into this game to make sure Apex stands out. We've got characters, of course, but the gameplay itself can be different. First, it's possible to respawn after you've died. If your squad's ready to risk running out into the open and bring you back, you'll also be able to move around the map much more quickly. Instead of crates and the like here, there will be a floating ship full of high-quality loot. Uh, If you want to get all those details, you can... Yeah, it's deep dive below. Basically, it's out... And it looks okay. We had a couple of quick goes, didn't we? Mm, I th- I'd like to have a bit of a better go. It it seemed alright. It seemed interesting. Um, I, I, I as it stands, I think for a game I would just throw on, I'd probably still throw on Blackout. Blackout. Um, only because I I wonder what, and this goes for Battlefield as well when they bring their um, battle royale mode out. Blackout kind of feels perfect. It's very good, but I don't. I don't know what you would do to that, like to make it more. And the fact that it's this is like a Titanfall universe type mm. of game, and it looks like Titanfall. You know, it's it's got all the same assets in its Titanfall, all, all that sort of stuff. Um, but the fact it's a Titanfall game without Titans or wall running, I do find that slightly jarring. I think they definitely can make it better because you look at Blackout now and Blackout when it was released all the way back in october Mm -hmm. they're two i wouldn't say extremely different games but they play very much differently now oh yeah yeah. the quality of life uh implementations they've put into it are just unreal things you wouldn't think of then all of a sudden it's like yes Mm -hmm. this makes so much sense and that's i think why i 
prefer it because it's got so much more quality of life. Also, it's got actual ammo in it instead of having, you know, three shotgun shells and going, ah, well, that's it. That's, or maybe that's we were it. just maybe we were just looking in the wrong places. I don't um, know. No, what I was listening to today, there was people were saying that it, it was very difficult to find ammo. Um, I saw a little story. Uh, Apex Legends. There's a lot of people playing it, Lee. Two million. Two million in the that's first the 24 one. hours. Yeah. yeah. Fair play to him. Uh, it does look good. Um, also, um, friend of the show, Al, yeah. he's fucking mega into it. Mm. He doesn't stop raving about it, and I very much value that man's word on games. That's what he said before. Uh, I'll uh, I'll definitely give it another go. Yeah, so will I. Yeah, um, I need to give it a go at home. Yeah, a real go. And yeah. I, know, I mean, even, you know, as even, a prop, are you going to play it as a proper squad? Or are you going to do what you did in your own game and fuck off by yourself? Um. I can't promise. Mm. I'm not putting myself down to it. I think that's probably mm. why I prefer Blackout. I because you can play it as a single man. Yeah. In a squad, I think, uh, yeah. Because, um, it's not even a spoiler warning, it's only three-man squads. You I can't don't, play really solo. You can, you can play solo like you did, yeah. but it doesn't really go well. Uh, I did better than my teammates. That's because you only saw, I suppose. I, I saw one person and killed him. You saw one person and killed him, and then the second person you saw killed you. Um, that was because of the ammo problem. Yeah, again. Of course, of course <laughs> that was the problem, Lee. Of course that was the problem. I nearly got away. You were going from house to house. Yeah? I, that That's a legitimate, a legitimate battle strategy. royale strategy. Stay in the house. Um, but yeah, I... I I wonder whether that's going to be a nice middle ground for some people, you know, because yes. if if you think Blackout is more towards the PUBG end of the spectrum, this feels more towards the Fortnite end of the spectrum. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very stylized. It's all, yeah. I like, I want to get into the different characters as well. That That's a nice little feature. Well, realistically, it's, it's a battle royale hero shooter, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's... Um, in fact, even just talking about it and just thinking about the game I just had, I want to go and play some more of it. So yeah, that yeah. that's a good, a that's, good thing in it. As games things go, Lee, mm-hmm. you've definitely, you know, that hit one of the good nails on the head. Yeah, well done, Lee. Thank you. Um, that's that. Are you ready for our best, best ever news story of the day? Oh, I am. You are as oh, well. Oh, you are. This is Mike Harridance <gasps> from Video Gamer. Peter Molyneux, patron site of uh, Start Continue, is eyeing up the Switch. Fable creator Peter Molyneux said he's eager to get his next product, known as Legacy, on the Nintendo Switch. Molyneux dropped the news during a natter with Nintendo Life, where he described Legacy as a big departure from his previous work and made it clear that he's a He's a pretty big fan of Big N's hybrid console. Legacy is certainly a big departure from what I've done before, and more so than ever before. You need to think a little bit more agnostically about platforms. I would absolutely say there's a strong, really strong chance of it going onto Switch, but there are two gates that can stop that from happening. First is you have to get permission from Nintendo. That's one gate. Well done, Peter. Well, Not to be wrong. fair, that gate seems to have just been left open these days. Yeah, they don't care. No. Uh, and the other gate is, 
are we as a company passionate about putting it on switch i would absolutely say yes to that because nintendo of all three consoles it appeals to the audience that i find most fascinating those are the people that children yeah (laughs) milo daddy's made a game for you Those are the people. <laughs> those are the people that perhaps haven't been gaming for decades. Although I love those people as well. They're people who would love to play computer games, but find them inaccessible. And I find that absolutely fascinating. So yes, absolutely. So one of the gates is you know tape, and the other gate was already open to begin with. Yeah. So there's one gate, Peter. I, I I love the way it's only Peter Molyneux could essentially come up with the concept of imagine a game for people that don't want to play games. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? Candy Crush. Uh, I suppose. Think of Candy Crush, but instead of matching three, you match three souls of candy. Imagine <laughs> the souls of candy. <laughs> and then he just goes massive fucking rant. Oh, what a time to be alive. I play, I'll I'll play anything Molyneux makes at this point. I've deified him. Yeah, I suppose we haven't. Apparently, his previous effort, the Trail Frontier Challenge, arrived on Nintendo's machine last year. We didn't play that, Lee. I love the idea that is what was his old old studio called Twenty One Cans. He's still is he still there? I don't know. I think he's still there. I, I like to I like to think that 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 studio ended with him like sat like on, on the floor in a completely empty office surrounded by 21 empty beer cans <laughs> just by himself and that guy you, milo yeah just him and that guy that won that competition to go work there yeah. just really freaked out it's like so um when we're we gonna go start making the game this is the game <laughs> god damn it life is the game can't you feel it Milo, tell them. <laughs> There's no one else here, Peter. <laughs> just, it's just me and you. There's just a red jumper on a stool. <laughs> Everyone's left. <laughs> He's like robbed a mannequin from Topshop. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a picture of the fish, Milo. Come on. <laughs> oh, Peter. We're rooting for you, Peter. <laughs> like, like a drunken senile uncle <laughs> Oscar Deus from GameSpot Xbox Live is coming to iOS Switch and Android Microsoft plans to expand Xbox Live to other platforms including Nintendo Switch and mobile what are you doing with your mouth there? I'm chewing a pen I'm chewing a pen how was it? Um, horrible. Oh dear. Uh, the company says bringing the network to more consoles will enable will enable game developers to connect players between iOS, Android, and Switch, in addition to Xbox and any game in the Microsoft Store on Windows PCs. The move was teased in the description for an up-and-coming session at GDC, where the plans presumably will be revealed in more detail. The session titled Xbox Live. Growing and engaging your gaming community across iOS, Android, Switch, Xbox, and PC, presented by Microsoft. will include details on the expansion, which Microsoft says will take Xbox Live 
to over 2 billion devices with the release of our new cross-platform Xbox development kit. Fucking heck. Uh, The description continues. Xbox Live players are highly engaged and active on Xbox and PC, but now they can take their gaming achievement history, their friends lists, their club, and more with them to almost every screen. Further details are scant at present, but we'll learn more during GDC, which takes place from March 18th to 22nd. While this news doesn't necessarily concern cross-platform play directly, Microsoft has been talking for years about connecting rival platforms like PS4 and Xbox One. Xbox boss Phil Spencer previously explained that the success for Microsoft involves more than just sales of Xbox One. In fact, GameSpot's discussion within in late 2017 is quite telling and makes this Xbox Live news sound like something that it's been contemplating for years. This is, yeah, it sounds like stuff that they've been talking about for a while. Do you know what I don't understand that no one's sort of connected dots with here? Connect our dots. The xCloud. Mm. Uh, if, if Microsoft are quite happy to let people play Xbox games on phones or tablets or stuff like that, doesn't the Nintendo Switch make perfect sense. It does indeed. Uh, that would be fucking awesome. Especially how um, the Nintendo Switch has already been experimenting with games on the cloud. Well, it, I mean, it would be nothing to do, it yeah, would be yeah. nothing to do with Nintendo anyway, so you mm. wouldn't even have to rely on their, it's just their an cloud. App. It's just an app. It's an app, mate. Um, it's the same-ish layout as a Xbox controller. So the, the buttons are there. There's no, there's no issues. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't, I can't understand why no, because that was the first thing I thought when I saw this. I don't understand why nobody's else has jumped onto it. It's an exciting time to be alive. But the, I, I can't help but think this might be an um. Oh, is is Microsoft seem to be, not just putting themselves in a strong position putting sony in a position which looks more and more difficult yeah and if if they've got if if xbox ends up having like some sort of strong um relationship with nintendo they've uh, already got a strong relationship with nintendo but this also great. brings me back to what um yeah head of nintendo was saying the other the other month that you know they're, they're not tied to making consoles for yeah, instance yeah, yeah, yeah. um it i is is there a world where Nintendo make a game for Microsoft? I can see that. I can see that. Well, they already well, technically Minecraft. They, it's an they Xbox love them. Game, it's yeah. an Xbox game, but they've released loads of Nintendo only yes stuff yeah, on yeah, it. Yeah. When they brought yeah, you can you only get that on the Switch version. On, on the Switch version, you can get like all the Mario stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, Nintendo seem to be really open with show, sharing their IPs and stuff like that with people who want to bring stuff onto their platform, like with um, all the Zelda stuff in uh, Skyrim and that. Yeah. Also in, what was it, Bayonetta? You had all those different suits and stuff, mm-hmm. just like Star Fox. And yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So that's the Star Fox being in that um, not No Man's Sky game. Oh, yeah, where it was literally... a. A Star Fox game that looks like a really good game. I thought that would be right up your street. Uh, I, but it's not not just the fact that that looks like a really good game. It's uh, I only want the Star Fox version, so I only want it on a Switch. 
Apparently, you can play it all the way through with Star Fox. Can you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just as a Star Fox game. Just as Star Fox. Do, uh, is there a um, third-person jumpy out of the ship bit? Or is it just a fly-around bit? Uh, I, I couldn't tell you, Luke. Oh, I'm sorry. I've let you down. You should be. Um, yeah, it's exciting. I, I, I'm really, really excited to find out what's going on with new consoles this year. Like I said, I, I can't think of a time where it's been so fucking up in the air. Seems to change on a. I seem to change my mind about what's coming on a weekly basis. Yeah, I mean, uh, the only thing I think I've got nailed down is I, I think I know what Sony's got coming. Kind of more of the same, maybe more, leaning into the VR world. Maybe, but I, I don't think they'll bundle it with VR because that's that'll be expensive. Um, I think it's probably going to be backwards compatible. So uh, there's um strong strong news stories saying that it will be um they want it to be backwards compatible with everything um let's see if i can find something here uh pad 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 the airwaves lee please um <laughs> what waffle i yeah. can waffle waffle for me i can waffle, waffle baby uh i'm I, I, I fucking do, great waffle. I don't believe that Sony would release a console now that isn't backwards compatible. Could you, they would just get fucking ruined. Yeah, I hope I hope they wouldn't, uh, th- uh, because I remember they did it on the PS3. It's complete. Their first PS3 was completely um, backwards compatible. Yeah, and then they took it out. Didn't it didn't work well though, did it? It worked well enough. It was a lovely little console. It had a little flappy bit where you can put in. Oh no, I had one. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. no, but the uh, the backwards compatibleness I don't think worked amazing. Yeah, here's one: uh, the PS5, PlayStation 5, or whatever Sony plans to call its successor to the PS4, will be. Oh no, they have this. They've kind of just gone out. And, oh, I suppose. Let's just see. Let's just go with this and see what happens. Uh, the successor to the PS4 will be backwards compatible with older PlayStation games if a patent filing from the company is to be believed. This is this. What this means is the PS5 could possibly work with PS4, PS3, PS2, and PS1 games. It's an interesting move from Sony if it gets implemented, as it could spell the end of remasters or re-releases, which it wouldn't. Uh, <laughs> that this generation of consoles is notorious for. It possibly hints that Sony is confident of the first-party games, and according to a post from Japanese blog Hokano Alt, translated, yeah, fuck off. Uh, PS4 architect Mark Cerny is the author of the patent. Oh, he's a clever boy, is our Mark. He 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 designed PlayStation Four. He also was one of the main developers on Knack, so Mm. watch out for it. Knack's his game, isn't it? That's it. it. He loved a bit of Knack. Yeah. Um, we got yeah, uh, a system to be applied in future machines, and that allows the CPU of a new console to be interpreted to the central unit of the previous machines. Obviously, all I could have sense. That. Oh, yeah. The aim is to make uh, the applications designed for the previous consoles, the legacy devices, run perfectly on the most powerful hardware, and is focused on eliminating synchronization errors between the new consoles and the behavior of the previous ones. 
the post reads. Uh, for example, if the CPU of the new console is faster than the previous one, data could be overwritten prematurely, even if they were still being used by another component. I could that's simple baby stuff mark you're reading, you're reading this and i'm sat here glenn i feel quite, i feel insulted i'm sorry yeah. but that's just i'm just reading this yeah. um obviously <sighs> idiots um <laughs> this follows noted analyst daniel Ahmed's stating that sony's first party studios such as sony santa monica and polyphony are all working on ps5 hardware what we mentioned last week mm. uh lending credence to a possible 2020 launch um yeah uh previous ps5 specifications were leaked if true could be a welcome step up from the ps4 pro uh yeah apparently it's gonna have eight plus teraflops and 12 gigabytes of gddr6 rams <laughs> but it's only gonna have a one terabyte ssd oh come and on, that's mate. And that those specs sound strangely similar to a one x it does to be fair also i'm not happy with that one terabyte i, I know it's an ssd but come on one terabyte if you if you get if you're stepping up to the 4k boys that's about five games <laughs> i know and if oh, if especially i can't see having more than a terabyte in it like mm. be nice to have more especially with, with it being ssd as well that they're, they're still expensive boys I suppose. What I'd be more interested there is: does that mean that if you buy an external hard drive, you're gonna you're gonna have to get an SSD? Mm. If that if that's what so the, SSD only. Yeah, do you know, if that's what the standard for games to be running off is, so that'd be fucking expensive. Like, will be mega expensive for like a semi decent one as well. Mm. Cock and balls, Lee. Mm. Cock and balls. Let's send her home, Lee. Let's send her home. Uh, Mike Harridance, uh, a video gamer. Disney is happy with EA. Electronic Arts hasn't exactly had a great track record with Star Wars since partnering with Disney in 2013, but it seems the House of Mouse is fine with the publisher's efforts, despite all the missteps. Speaking during an earnings call, Disney CEO Bob Iger conceded that the entertainment giant isn't too hot at publishing video games, Disney that is, and therefore is happy to let EA handle that side of things. In particular, he notes that Disney has enjoyed a good relationship with the publishing behemoth. Over the years, as you know, we've tried our hand at self-publishing. We've brought companies, we've sold companies, we've bought developers... We've closed developers, he said, and we found over the years we haven't been particularly good at the self-publishing side, but we've great, we've been great at the licensing side, which obviously doesn't require that much of allocation of capital, which is why they're quite happy, I think. Yeah. Uh, since we're al- reallocating capital in other directions, we've decided that the best place for us to be in that space is licensing and not publishing. We've had good relationships with some of those we're licensing to, notably EA, and the relationship on the Star Wars properties. And we're probably going to stay on that side of the business and put our capital elsewhere. Uh, The Star Wars brand has a few ups and downs under EA, most notably Star Wars Battlefront 2, suffered from a huge amount of backlash over its implementation of loot boxes, and Visceral Games' closure resulted in one major project being revamped and then reportedly cancelled outright. 
Um, EA will publish another Star Wars game later this year, though, in the shape of Respawn's Star Wars Fallen, uh, Jedi Fallen Order. The company also said that it remains fully committed to making new games in the franchise. They don't care by the mm. sounds of it. Oh, either that or it's just good PR speak, you know, because they know there's a year left to the deal. There's nothing that can be done and stuff mm. like that. Um, I can't help think that it's bad. It's bad for bad for them just in marketing terms because remember you were used to be when you used to get a big film that come out. Yeah, you get the, a game that came with it, you know, and all that sort of nonsense. Um, and Star like Star Wars always had some reasonably good ones. Yeah, Star Wars, mate. It's all there for you, isn't it? Really? So. I don't know. I I mean, I hope EA don't don't keep like this exclusivity thing into the um, internet, like the because it it it, so it kind of runs out this gen, doesn't it? Mm. So we'll, we'll probably get another Battlefront game this year. Do you reckon? Come EA, I'd have thought. When was it? Uh, couple, so it wasn't couple last of years year. ago, yeah. So they sort of flip flop them, don't they? I, I don't think uh, dice. I, will they be working on? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because last year was a battlefield game, wasn't it? Yeah. So this year would be a battlefront. Or are they still licking their wounds? Oh God, no! I wouldn't have thought so. Don't don't forget. Oh to... yeah, they don't care. Yeah, I forgot about if that. If their uh, if their deals are in out as well, they're going to want at least one, two Star Wars games out the door. Um, there is another one, isn't there? That's supposed supposed to have been worked on that hasn't been cancelled yet. Is that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order yes. or a different one? Fallen Order. Yeah. <laughs> Is that cancelled, is it? No, no. Yeah. It's the other one that got cancelled. Mm. Is that a Hennig's one or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> Completely so, fucked up. I think that'll be out this year. Hopefully. Or they've or are they gonna make room for just leave Jedi Fallen Order? Or do you think they're just gonna actually EA do have a tendency to shove everything out at the same time? No, I think I have to shove it out because um if there's a chance of them losing the license as well. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not like they can hold on to it till next gen because the they if they if they give it another year or whatever it is, they might not have the license to even release it. <laughs> Who else? Do you think? Do you think? Well, they said. What's that say? Since we've allocated capital in another direction, we've decided that the best place would us for us to be in that space is licensing and not publishing. Do you think? They're still going to license, but do you think they're still... Because they already license out... Because they've done the I, Marvel stuff. I don't or, think they'll give an exclusivity deal. Is do, you think they're just gonna, yeah, do you think they're going to play the field a bit more? Like, they've already seen how Sony has handled Spider-Man. Yeah. And they're going, oh, actually, hello, yeah, we well, could do this. And, you know, it's the, the, they'll probably just... People pitch games to them, like Molyneux will walk in and say... Imagine a game where you're the lightsaber. Get out of my house, Pete. <laughs> George, Lu- George Lucas is just standing there in his pajamas. I don't even own the property anymore. Get, leave me alone. That, that's where Mickey Mouse turns around. And says, no, George, you stay where you are. We bought, <laughs> we oh, bought George. you with Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that one. That's the only one I can do. I can't do Goofy or anything. I, I don't think you can do Mickey. <laughs> I can't wait. It's fucking uncanny. It's fucking scary, like, isn't it? That's freaked me about. Ha ha! 
Oh, how are you doing, Lee? Doesn't sound like Mickey Mouse. Take off your trousers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking take this home. Let's go go home. Um, release dates. Give me the dates, please. What's the date today? The date is the seventh. Seventh, unfortunately. Um. So for some reason, we've only got games coming from the fifteenth. That's weird. Oh well, um, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Um, we'll allow it. Amiibo King R uh, rule. That's what? <laughs> amiibo, uh, sorry, Amiibo King K rule. Oh, is what? it just the Amiibo of King Cruel? I don't know who that is. He's the big uh, crocodile. crocodile boy. Oh, probably. Why have they got fucking Amiibos in this list? Because they're people too, Lee. Yeah, well. Not you there eyes. with your white privilege. Oh, crocodiles aren't people. Uh, Crackdown 3 is out on the 15th. Oh. Far Cry New Dawn is out on the 15th. Oh, oh. Uh, I'm all right with Far Cry. You don't. Uh, Jump Force is also out on the 15th, Ooh. along with Metro Exodus Ooh. and nothing else. Ooh. Uh, Sirens. That's a packed little day, that. Yeah, it is, isn't it? That's uh, Crackdown going out to die, I think. Well, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I, I know most people that have like Xbox games are going to have Game Pass, so that you'll download it anyway, but... Well, um, if you put if you put Far Cry and, and uh, Metro on this on the same day, you're probably not playing Crackdown. Nah. Um, Sirens Gate Elite is out on PS4 and Switch on the nineteenth. Ooh, uh, is that the one you were talking talking about? That was on a, a Spike Spike Chunsoft game. I'm sure you. What am I doing? I know. I think you mentioned it to me. What is it for? Uh, Sirens Gate Elite. I'll look it up. Um, Anthem is out on the 22nd. Uh, I definitely did not talk about that. Oh, you mean Steins Gate? Yeah. It's an anime game on the uh, PS4, mate. Oh, you didn't talk talk about that then. So, yeah, apart from Anthem, uh, that's pretty much it for that week. Apparently, Steins Gate is... People have told me to watch that before. Mm. Um... Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. The I mean, up to the twenty sixth, you've got Dirt Rally coming out on the twenty sixth. Uh, Is that like the same Dirt? Dirt Rally two point oh. Ooh wee. Yeah. Uh, the Did dog, you like the old Dirt Rally? No, it's t- I, I don't really like rally games, and when I do, I like them to be a little bit more arcadey than that. It's no Tommy Knacken and Rally then. Uh, it's certainly no PlayStation One V Rally either. Mm. Um. Dark Souls Trilogy is out on the PlayStation Xbox One on the first of next month, but we're getting <sighs> we're getting a bit ahead of ourselves. Why can't we live in the future, Lee? I'm surprised Dark Souls Trilogy is coming out because it's that it seems to be like have been re released a hundred times. The whole see, see, yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'd like to get a Demon Souls kind of. I'd like that to come. I don't know whether I want to remake or just a remaster would do me. To be fair, mm. I remember playing that for the first uh, on the PS3. That was that was a fucking ride, Lee. I'm pretty excited about the uh, Return to Arkham coming to Game Pass this yeah. month. Oh, is it? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, I'll be playing um, Arkham Asylum then. Yeah, I see. I I still think City might be my favourite one, so I'll probably go back and play that. I never finished the Asylum though. Really? No. It's a lovely little game. Mm. Proper little Metroidvania, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Um, 
I mean, it's 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 great being Batman and all those games. Mm. I keep wanting to go back to um, the what is it? Gotham Knight? Is that it? What was the third one called? Arkham Knight. Yeah, yeah. I keep wanting to go back to that. I do, but then I remember the card. Yeah, I I I know what you mean. I wonder if there's like a a fuck off the car mod on PC. Probably. Yeah. I'd have thought so. Fuck the car off PC. It's like, isn't there a bit of the end of that game where you're fighting like 50 cars at once? Yeah. It's a, it's almost like you're playing, um, what was the Battlezone game? You know, the tank shooter? No. Yeah, there's, right. there's a tank shooter called Battlezone. And it, it's, it's essentially that. It's like a Battlezone mini game in the middle of a Batman game. Yeah. Um, the only thing I liked about the car was that's what Batman would be like in the car. Yeah. They did get it right. There oh, was yeah. just was, too much of it. There's a lot of it. Apart from the stealth car bit, the bit where you were driving slowly around buildings <laughs> trying to escape things. You wouldn't do that. That was fucking ridiculous. Mm, I tell you what, chasing people down, just smashing through absolutely everything in that car was quite fun. Um, yeah, that was good. Also, when you absolutely nailed jumping back in the car sometimes, yeah. that looked so good. And then getting out of your car and flying because sometimes that's just quicker. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I I really liked the traversal in that game. I thought it was good. Yep, Jump yep. from building to building. Um, it was good. Arkham City really nailed it as well. Mm. Um, considering you didn't have a car. I really, it's just, they're just good games, Lee. They're good I, games. I just want a populated world Batman game like Spider-Man where you can... Oh, uh, where want, there, I, isn't, there isn't a silly kind of... oh. Got Bank holiday, evacu- in it? So everyone's got on holiday. Gotta evacuate everyone with yeah. a bit of poison. But I just, I want, um, I want Grand Theft Batman. Ooh, that'd that's, be nice. what, that's all I really want. You want to beat up people as Batman? Yep. Well, I mean, we got Grand Theft Spider Man. <laughs> yes, we did. So yeah, Grand Theft Batman would be nice. Um, Glenn, hiya. We're gonna go, and we're gonna go and record our Patreon podcast. Yeah, we. Um, if you want to be to get all the musty audio extra content, go to Patreon and help us out, and you'll get the extra content from this. You'll get musty audio's extra content. You'll get the um, Walking Dead podcast. Uh, well, you, I mean, you'll get all the podcasts. Early so anyway. many podcasts. Um, everything as soon as they're mixed and ready to go out, I just shove them up on Patreon first, rather than staggering them like I do for the uh, normal feed. Uh, you can come and follow me at Total Shunt. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at Glenosaur. Mm-hmm. You can follow the podcast as a whole at Start slash Continue mm-hmm. on Twitter. It's at Start Continue on um, the Facebooks as well. Mm. Same on Instagram. We're all over the shop, Macy. Yeah. Come say hello. Come, come drop us a line. Come talk to us. Come find us in our houses. Maybe sleep in our beds. <laughs> Who knows? But one thing I do know is I love you all very dearly. Very good. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye.